0: This is Real Life Lending and Real Estate, your source for real estate market updates and strategies, and answers to your real estate lending questions. Now, to provide you with insight and help you navigate the constantly changing world of real estate lending, here's your host, financial services expert and vice president of Essex Mortgage, Eric Olofsky.
1: Hey, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. My name's Eric We are celebrating our seventh year here on the air. I started the show about, uh, geez, just right after the downturn because I wanted a place for you, the consumer, to come call, ask questions about what you can do and what you can't do in a real estate transaction. This show is all about you. Uh, Again, a little bit about myself. This is my 29th year in the corporate finance and uh, real estate industry. Um, It has definitely gone through some changes. As we know, uh, as markets contract and, and, and shift, um, you have to adapt. And that's kind of what this show is all about. A little about Essex Mortgage. Uh, we have been in business 32 years. Um, we fund just over a billion dollars a year in residential real estate. doesn't make us a big box bank, and we're thankful for that every day. What it does allow us to do is maybe think outside the box, maybe use some common sense underwriting. You're going to hear about some programs here on this show that maybe you haven't heard before, and we make all lending decisions in-house, and we are a direct lender, and that's how it works. I am also the broker owner and CEO of Real Life Real Estate. Uh, we are a real estate brokerage, and we are have everything under one roof. We want to handle all of your real estate transactions, so come call, ask questions, uh, whether uh, you're in the middle of a purchase or, or a refinance transaction, you want a second opinion, or maybe you just want to ask that same question again, get a different opinion, give us a call. We have a ton of ways to get a hold of us 925-203-5808, 925-203-5808. Come call, ask questions. But if you just want to text, maybe you're sitting at work or sitting in traffic, you want to text me a question, that text line is 916-806-0606, 916 916- Eight oh six oh six oh six. I am the vice president of Essex Mortgage, but the best part of my job is sitting across the kitchen table from you folks, whether it's helping you buy that first home, maybe that first investment property, maybe even a commercial property, starting to get some calls on that. Uh, this show is all about you. Come, call, ask questions. And joining me today, we have Miss Misha. Hi, Misha. Welcome to the show. Hi, Eric.
2: Thanks
1: for having me. Uh, you bet. Tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what you do.
2: My name is Misha Dimitruk. I'm the branch manager in sunny Santa Cruz. I have been uh, serving the real estate lending needs of our community since the long-ago days of the late 90s, and uh, as Eric has mentioned, there have been a lot of changes that our industry has encountered over these many years. It has been a privilege and an honor to decipher them for the, the customers that we serve and provide a a platform here uh, in education and information to help all of the people out there with questions get the financing that they really deserve.
1: Yeah, and I think that that's a really important is that everybody considers, you know, lending, hey, or compares mortgages and rates, but everybody's different. It's it's about your financial uh, uh, needs and not the banks, and it's about where your financial position is. You know, we all like to brag about interest rates and, and product products and programs, but it's different for everybody, and I think that's the best thing that we can do here at Essex Mortgage. And those of you that have listened for a long time understand that, that we are educators. That's the kind of approach we take both in lending and real estate is all we can do is give you the tools and the power of knowledge on one of the largest investments you're ever going to make and help you make the right decisions for your own financial security. And I think that's really start there, Michelle. Why don't you kind of tell everybody about what the difference is between a pre-approval and a pre-qualification and what we do here at Essex Mortgage.
2: Well, here at Essex Mortgage, we are really education driven. and uh, We want to make sure that our clients get the, all the information and education that they need to make the informed decisions that they feel comfortable about. We don't make decisions for you. We provide you information and guidance about what your options are. Uh, so in that, discussing the difference between pre-qualification and pre-approval, some people don't know the difference and some people don't even know why they would want to take this step before they head out shopping in the market. Pre-qualification is a credit pull and client telling us what they think their income is, how much money they think they're going to be able to bring, and we give them some rough figures. A pre-approval is a much more dialed in, we're looking at your documentation, your tax returns, your pay subs, your income statements, uh, your bank statements, and and your credit, and deciphering what's your maximum qualifying purchase power. And then on top of that, having the conversation of based on your maximum purchase power, where is the most comfortable place for you and, and your family in your budget to be able to, to make that purchase, uh, knowing that if you wanted to stretch for that dream home, that you really could. But what the difference is, is in saying to a seller, when you submit an offer with a formal pre-approval, it says, I'm qualified as a buyer. Does your house qualify? It's a very, very strong and powerful statement. And on the real estate side of things, Eric, I know you can speak to how that's perceived differently from um, receiving, you know, on the listing agent side.
1: Absolutely. I think it's, it's really important that you folks do understand the difference and, and in the old days, you know, a loan officer would basically look at maybe maybe pull credit, look at your income, what you put on the application, maybe look at a pay stub. And uh, without an underwriting, seeing it, write a pre-qualification letter. Um, but we'd go a little bit further than that because of our ever-changing market and because of the times that we're in. Because, let's face it, even since COVID has, has has started, we've seen a lot of products disappear. We've seen some additional underwriting guidelines that have been on top of some normal ones. So what we're actually doing is actually getting your loan in front of eyes. We're getting your verification employments. We're getting all of your documentation and it's getting it in front of an underwriter or a qualified person that's actually going to calculate your usable income, determine what we can use, what we can't use, uh, verify assets. Talk to mom and dad about a gift to make sure we do it correctly. Because believe it or not, there's a right way and a wrong way to gift money in a real estate transaction. And and, and as on the real estate side, we want to know that you've been through that paces. We want to make sure that there's been a second set of eyes and an underwriter's view of this of uh, all of your documentation. You know, it's it's really important just so much as terms on how perception is about how strong that file is going to close. And I think it's really important that that folks understand that is calling around and finding best rates and calling making fifty 15 different calls and, and, and having 15 different loan officers work on your file. It's more about finding somebody that's going to work with you and understand and explain to you and educate you about what exactly you're going to be signing, what your out of pocket costs are going to be, what that payment range is going to be based on that price range you're looking in. You know, one of the things that a lot of loan officers don't talk about is payment comfort. We want to make sure that... Uh, that you you were with falling within those range cuz we want you to you know like us when you write that check each month we don't want you to to be hard and we want to hard up we want to make sure that you're not house Poor. So, again, I think it's important that you know all, all aspects of it, and and both my loan officers and real estate agents that that work here uh, understand this and and take that educational approach, and really do want to make it a team. And, and let's face it, Misha, clients become friends, and we we you know, we know each other's deepest darkest secrets after the the fifteen to thirty days that we go through this process. And and I think it's it's important though that whether, whether you're talking to a real estate agent or you're talking to a loan officer. Ask questions. There are no wrong questions during that process. And my dad used to tell me to ask the same question twice. Make sure you get the same answer. I think it's, it, it, it's, it is an educational process. And sometimes people in real estate, we throw around terms that maybe the layman doesn't understand. But I think it's... Uh, it's important that we as real estate professionals take that extra time to, to, to just let people know exactly what they're signing, what they can expect during the process, and, and just the flow of it because there's a lot. Let's think about it. we got listing agents, buyer's agents, title, escrow, appraisers, inspectors, and uh, there's a lot going on, and I think it's important that we do that. So, again, if you're in the middle of a refinance or purchase transaction, you're getting a quote, you know, something we do for all clients and all listeners to the show. Send us what you have. We'll give you an honest evaluation. And I'll be honest, 80% of the folks, 80 to 85% of the folks that send us, hey, they're solid deals. There's a lot of good lenders in the area. But there are those occasions where maybe we can do a little better or ask a question or why aren't we doing this or why aren't we structuring it loan this way. And that's what makes the difference. And that could equate to thousands and thousands of dollars over the life of the loan. Am I missing anything, Misha?
2: No, I think that those are all very valid points. I like to explain to clients that this is an an industry that has a language all of its own. And you do not need to learn this language and fast forward. You don't have to become an expert in the process in order to get through it successfully. You do, however, want to work with one who can explain to you what it is that you are encountering and be able to answer those questions that come up And like you said, in more than one way, I tell my clients, please don't hesitate to ask a question because uh, and and let me know if what I have said doesn't you know, ring true for you, if it doesn't make sense. Because when we understand fluidly the situation that they are in, there's more than one way to come at that topic so that we can relate it to them so that they fully understand. And, And 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 I also remind them. We're going to go through this process for fifteen thirty days uh, you know if you're shopping in a tough market, maybe a year where we're going to have this conversation, but that doesn't mean that my service ends when the transaction closes I, I want them to understand how it's going to affect them from the day that they close and how the mortgage will operate so that they can be informed consumers, but that we're still here for you to help you through with any of the questions that you have along the way
1: yeah and, and you have to remember we have a team atmosphere here and and most of the times, you know, a lot of the questions, if, if, if you think there's going to be a hurdle or you think there's going to be a problem, make your loan officer and your, your agent aware of those. And because 99.9% of the time we can find a workaround or we can find a solution and it's good and bad. And we get a lot of follow-up questions from clients, especially these days about forbearances and all those things that are going on that are being thrown around on social media. And I think it's really important that, hey, we want, we want our whole Premise here of what we do here, whether it's real estate or lending, is is financial stability and and making long-term the right financial decisions. And sometimes we we hit hiccups and we go through some hard times. We may have been affected by COVID. Our job may have been our hours may have reduced, or we actually lost our job. So, a lot of you out there have been calling and asking questions about forbearance. and, And like we've said before, if it's absolutely necessary, by all means, put food on the table, take care of your family. But there are some downsides to forbearance. And, Misha, we've got two minutes. you want to cover that as well?
2: Absolutely. So first and foremost, we want people to understand forbearance only means the lender will not pursue foreclosure. That doesn't mean they won't report you late to the credit bureau. That doesn't mean that they won't be calling you, updating. You're still planning on you know, getting out of this forbearance in the next X number of months. You, you understand you'll need to have a process for that and how you're going to move forward. So, uh, you know, forbearance, again, is for people who legitimately need to stall their payments for right now, but the concept is they're going to pick up the payments again in the future. And if they have lost a job or have diminished hours and diminished wages, know that when they come time to end forbearance, if they still need assistance, they're going to go into applying for modification. At that time, you will have to prove that you had a loss of a job, diminished income, so forth, in order to get more assistance. Um, Right now, the forbearance is basically you just attest that this has happened to you, but no proof is needed. So really take into deep consideration, can you still make your payment? Because this is going to affect your credit. It's going to affect you. If it is affecting you already, because that's the reality that you're living with, and forbearance is an excellent way to protect you and your family and your assets. If you still have the ability to manage all of these payments and you're looking at this thinking, great, I'll just take a little extra cash in my savings account, this would not be the thing for you to do.
1: Yeah, and we're starting to see the effects of that on credit reports, and we'll touch base on that a little bit later. Again, folks, we're going to cut to a break. You're listening to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. When we come back, we have Michael Hewitt, a realtor in the Bay Area, right after this.
0: This is Real Life Lending and Real Estate with financial services expert, Eric Olofsky.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. Uh, My name's Eric. I'm here with Misha Dimitrek from Santa Cruz, our branch manager. You know, before the break, we were talking about the forbearance piece. And I think, again, the premise is we don't want anybody to to hurt themselves. We want to make sure that you take care of your family in the best way possible. However, Misha and I are starting to see some of the effects of the forbearances on credit reports. Uh, that uh, you're, you're, you know, what you're hearing on social media might be different depending on what loan servicer you have. We have um, several. Uh, I've seen several credit reports where uh, it doesn't show a late payment. However, it does show in forbearance uh, listed. And I've had folks call me to um, to uh, refinance. And you know, we've been fortunate enough to to take care of some of those. As long, but the the caveat is, is they were continually making their payment. Uh, What I'm finding is a lot of the services out there, and again, we talk about the good and the bad in this, on this show that if you call just to inquire, they're, they're, they're super ready to put your account in foreclosure and make that notation whether you're continuing repayments your or not, because in my opinion, they're getting federal dollars to do that. So, uh, again, be careful, understand, ask questions of your servicer and your servicers who you make your checkout to each week. And what that 800 number is on your mortgage statement. So call and ask questions and, uh, feel free to give us a call. 925-203-5808. All right. On the show, uh, Returning to the show, we have Michael Hewitt, a realtor extraordinaire. Hi, Michael. Welcome back to the show.
3: Hi. How you doing? you for having
1: me. Absolutely. Michael, why don't you remind everybody who you are and what you do?
3: My name is Michael Hewitt, and I'm an owner, broker, partner of uh, Soul Property Advisors. Um, we have two locations, one in Santa Cruz and one in Scotts Valley. And um, we solve problems in uh, the real estate industry. So uh, whether that be our single-family home sales, which uh, is predominantly probably 80% of what we do, and then uh, we do have property management that's uh, taking off, and then we do do a few flips um, if uh, the deals come our way. And uh I'm in the middle of uh negotiating two leases right now for commercial. So kind of a a a one stop shop uh for real estate and we and whenever you say that a one stop shop you think that you're lacking in one or the other, but with our firm you're not lacking in any of the any of the things I said that we're doing currently. So, um, so yeah. I, I love uh, what I do, and, and we have some really good uh, properties coming up I wanted
1: to share with you. All right, tell us what you got. Let's see if we can sell some of them today.
3: Okay, we just put uh, a coming soon over in San Jose, and uh, the property is at 4786 Manitoba Drive in San Jose. The location is absolutely phenomenal because it's bordering Saratoga there. Uh, great schools, uh, with Forest Hill Elementary and Westmont High, uh, in, in Campbell and, uh, Rolling Hills Middle. Uh, the house is, is a three bedroom, one bath. It's about 1100 square feet, but the, the lot itself is, uh, 7,200 plus square feet. So in Manitoba, it's a pretty quiet street and uh we're looking forward to a new owner to bring this fixer back to back to life the surrounding properties in in the neighborhood of all um probably 90 percent have been updated so this is like the last standing soldier of of time gone gone by and it still has some of those great hardwood floors that are in most of those ranch houses around there they can be updated the flow is is nice, but it's just begging for an addition. And, uh, it's, it just definitely has a lot
1: to, to make that happen. So Michael, if somebody wants to see that property, how do they get a hold of you?
3: Uh, Michael at soul agents, plural, dot com, And, okay. uh, and we can arrange a showing, uh, my partners over there getting inspections done currently. So we'll know what we're selling here, uh, very soon. And uh, we have it listed at 1-2 currently. And uh, that leaves a lot of meat on the bones for that neighborhood as far as uh, doing a rehab.
1: Well, okay. Uh, again, uh, Michael, uh, do you have another property you want to talk about today? We've got one minute left before the break, and I'd love um, for you to stay over because I know we want to touch base yeah. on Prop 60 and 90 today.
3: We're um, bringing 512 Parkway, and it's in the Banana Belt here in uh,
1: Santa Cruz.
3: And uh, that will be on this next week also, and I'll have to get you all the specs. So it's in the Banana Belt here in, in Santa Cruz, and the Banana Belt's kind of that Morrissey exit area. And um, this this property is going to – it's a turnkey. Like, we're not even staging the house because the people live like the house is staged already.
1: And hey Michael, we'll why don't you stop, r- Michael? St- stop right there. We're going to hear more about that right after the break because we want to continue this conversation and sell some property. All right, folks, you're listening to Real Life Lending in Real Estate. My name is Eric Olofsky. We'll be right back right after this.
0: You're listening to Real Life Lending and Real Estate with financial services expert Eric Olofsky.
1: All right, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. My name is Eric Olofsky. I have Misha Dimitrik on the line. We also have Michael um, with Soul Real Estate uh, Broker. And, um, you know, before the break, he was telling us about some properties he had listed. So, uh, Michael, go ahead. can don't you continue with that second property? See if we have a buyer out there for it.
3: Yeah, it's Five Twelve Parkway in Santa Cruz, um, and it's a uh, three-bedroom, two and a half bath, nineteen hundred and four square feet. The property is exquisite. Um, you can pull it up online uh, from the old listing. Uh, the The buyers or the sellers want to move uh, closer to the beach, within walking distance. Uh, this is a little bit of a walk from there, and so they are putting this house on the market. And we should be uh, ready to go in the next week, and uh, looking for a buyer. And then uh, we have a couple other properties that are coming out. I've um, uh, got a condo, two bedroom, two and a half bath on the golf course in Boulder Creek, um, that you know just as a getaway is awesome, and or live year round. And then a multitude of other stuff i'll check in with you guys that aren't quite ready to go yet but uh, i loved coming on the on the uh show and uh pitching them so if there's any buyers out there just get in contact with me
1: so, so michael i know that uh um, you know one of the things i think we, we used to talk about quite a bit on the show is that um i think you want to touch base on them prop 60 and 90 um do you utilize that a lot down in your neck of the woods
3: well, what we're trying to do is get Santa Cruz to to work with us because currently you got um, uh, what is it 10 counties that you can transfer: Alameda, Riverside, San Mateo, Ventura, Los Angeles, San Bernardino, Santa Clara, Orange, San Diego, and Tuolumne. So it works really good over the hill if someone wants to uh, buy in those or if you're moving from San Mateo to Santa Clara and capture your current tax base. So there's some, there's a lot of nuances to it, but I would definitely uh, anybody that's over 55 and is selling their property then you definitely need to look into prop 60 and 90 because to keep that tax base and no one will tell you unless you tell them uh to do so at the title company or they or send the information to the county so uh it's very important um we're thinking about buying a a place on the west side and and you you forget about things like riders you know they if you're flipping a property buying it and and uh and have a rider and so you really don't close escrow but you pay only you know a quarter of the escrow fees on the sale as opposed to the buy there's all these nuances in real estate that unless you're with an experienced agent that you're going to end up leaving a lot of money on the table or end up paying money that you shouldn't have to
1: so yeah, I think, prop- I think Prop 60 and 90 have been underutilized and we, uh, have a county up north and called El Dorado County that we've had several clients from the Bay Area. Uh, and just so you folks listening understand, Prop 60 and 90 allow you to take your current Prop 13 tax base from your current home. Let's say you bought your house in Danville in 1972 for, hundred and two thousand dollars and you've enjoyed that low tax rate and now it's worth two million you can actually take that tax base with you buy something for less of value as long as it's equal to or less value have to be is it, is it 62 i believe and or 56 and uh, you get to take that tax base with you to a receiving county you can come from any county but you have to come to a receiving county and there's a few of them throughout california uh Michael, I appreciate your time. Hey, well, I want to make sure everybody knows, understands how to get a hold of you. If they want to see one of those amazing properties, they want to think about listing their house, how do they reach Michael?
3: The best way to reach me is call me. I'm, I'm that guy. Uh eight three one two four six two thousand and eight. And uh and then that way we can talk through it. Uh there's lay in real estate there's a lot of yes and no answers. Uh, that you can get through text, but for usually you need a follow-up with the reason why. So that's why always calling me is best. I'm just not the text guy. I want to hear the voice and talk our, uh, talk our way through the problem and make sure we're coming up with the right solution. So 831-246-2008. You can text me at that number,
1: too, but a uh, call is always better. All right, Michael. Thank you. We'll be right back right after this.
0: This is Real Life Lending in Real Estate with financial services expert, Eric Olofsky.
1: All right, everybody, welcome back to Real Life Lending in Real Estate. My name is Eric Olofsky. I'm here with Misha Dimitruk, branch manager in Santa Cruz. And, you know, um, I think one of the premises to our show is just about asking questions and educating yourself. And even though we're going through a little bit of changes now, uh, the biggest question I get, Misha, which I'm sure you do as well, is, hey, I'm just going to wait for the market to correct. Uh, and, and it's <laughs> just not happening. in I know you're, loud, you're a little giggle. And, and I can tell you just by today's headlines in our industry, builder's confidence crushes expectations. And another one that I pulled out was bidding war climbs in May as coronavirus intensifies housing shortage. So let's think about – remember all of you guys, but if you didn't fall asleep through economics in high school, supply and demand. We don't have a lot of inventory right now, and this is actually a Redfin study. Um, Forty-nine percent of offers are in a multiple uh, competition, a multiple bidding competition, a bidding war, Um, and that's up from 44 percent last month. So those of you – and I I can tell you just from where I sit – the phones are ringing off the hook. People are tired of being cooped up in their house. You know, Their kids are finally out of school or not logging into the computer anymore this mo- in the mornings. And normally this is our selling season. And, yes, we've been hindered by stay, um, our, our stay-at-home orders and um, confinement and just the fear of going out. And I can tell you that just the amount of volume of calls that we're getting, both from the radio show – and from just our past clients that want to make a lateral move or a move up or a move down. It's it's something I've never seen in twenty nine years I've been in this industry. So those of you that are wanting to sell your house or thinking about this is a good time to move, please give us a call 925-203-5808. Misha, are you seeing the same thing?
2: I am, I am, and then that's you know why I had to chuckle about this because of course the the first call that we're getting is I, I can't shelter in place at the place that I'm at one more day. I have to find something else. When will the market crash so that I can get a great deal? And if you don't think that every person that's looking for a home or looking for a different home right now is thinking exactly along the same lines, Eric and I are here to give you the wake up call. Competition is stiff. Knowing your purchase power is going to be key. Understanding that before you go out shopping. you know, I'm working with first-time home buyers and and a lot of newlyweds. I like to have the conversation the wedding dress analogy. You wouldn't go out and just try on dresses having no idea what your budget is, and the same thing is true for homes. Don't go out looking until you know what you can afford because what you can afford and really where your monthly budget is is going to help you ensure happy homeownership. Homeownership is not supposed to be torture. You're not supposed to be shaking your fist in the rearview mirror every day that you get to drive to work when you start getting to drive to work again, thinking, darn new house, this is all your fault. Uh, it's really supposed to be your sanctuary and a place where you do enjoy coming home to closing the door from on the rest of the world and being the king and queen of your own castle. So in understanding where the market is, I really encourage people to not sit on the sidelines waiting for the demise of the market, thinking that will be when it when the best opportunity is. What has happened historically in any type of, and I'm going to say the big R word right now, recession, is that even though the prices come down, the interest rates go up. So you're looking at a trade-off of really trying to understand where things are in the market. And those who wait get left along the sidelines. If you get out there now, if you know what your buying power is now, and you're sure of it. Get dialed in with a quality realtor who will fight for your goals. And you will capture a property that you can begin loving right now.
1: Yeah, and I think it's really important that, that you know, those of you that are sitting in the Bay Area, and, you know, I grew up in the East Bay. Love it. Know that market extremely well. We have clients throughout the Bay Area. Um, but just by online uh, uh, searches, that folks are finally understanding and employers and employees are understanding that, hey, I can work from home and I can be just as productive as I was if I went to the office every day. So what's happening is in our industry is we're seeing a lot of folks from the city wanting to, hey, if I'm going to be sheltered at home and I'm going to have to work from home, why not work from Tahoe or Folsom Lake or some other area that might not be downtown downtown uh, San Francisco or in the city? So. We're seeing, and just I'm going to use Lake Tahoe as an example because we have a brokerage up there. Is that our website traffic and searches are gone up 300% in the last three months because folks are just realizing that, hey, if I'm going to work from home and I can work and play, why not work and play somewhere where I want to be? Uh, so we're seeing that exodus and what happens when you move outside the city? Things you get more money for, more more house for your money, and more and and we have people that are just continuously looking. One of the things I want to make mention is because there's a misconception out there is that I have to live where I work. There are no mileage guidelines for conventional FHA VA loans that say you have to live within. So many miles of your work, it just has to make sense. And what makes more sense than I can't afford to buy where I work, so I'm going to buy. We have commuters that commute from Santa Cruz, to up above Sacramento. Um, and it is a lifestyle that you're changing. So it's just important that you you look at all your options. And I think that just the fact that we're seeing so many bidding wars right now uh, on offers and getting that fully underwritten pre-approval is making the difference to getting your offer accepted or moving on to the next contract. And I think that's something that all the folks really need to understand. And we would love to at least get you educated and start, start exactly where do I start is, you know, just go to reallifelending.com, complete an application. We're going to talk to you, work with me directly or Misha directly. And we're actually going to walk you through the process, explain to you exactly what your guidelines are for for your needs and send you off to your uh, real estate professional and get you in a contract. And and there's nothing like handing the keys to somebody after 15, 30 days of working with somebody to their new home. And it is just that time of the year. You know, we have, I have clients that are, Moving from Roner Park Bay area, Napa County, down to Vegas, um, people are, are are just looking for a change of scenery. I think after being cooped up for so long, right, Misha?
2: Absolutely, I, I agree wholeheartedly. And I've been the, the this week's trend. I, I like to refer to. And um, everything's been changing so much for everyone. As everyone who's listening to this is, uh, you know, I'm sure you're feeling it too. Now, the trend of this week's call is: I'm not sure I'm sending my kids back to the brick and mortar schools. So in looking at homeschool, we might move to the country. We might move further out. We might become more rural lifestyle people. So as you have had time to assess uh, what your lifestyle goals are and how that's going, how your housing environment is going to play into that, reach out to us. Let us know how we can support you and your goals and, and learn to understand what's available to you and how that could allow you to live the kind of lifestyle that you really seek to enjoy in this era that we're all sort of dealing with on the fly. So all right, Misha, care.
1: we're going to break right there. We'll be right back after this.
0: You're listening to Real Life Lending and Real Estate with financial services expert, Eric Olofsky.
1: All right, everybody. Welcome back to reallifelending.com. I just want to make note, if you guys want to learn about us and, and, and Essex Mortgage and Real Life Real Estate, we have two websites. You can go to lending.com, Again, lending.com. And if you're interested in, in real estate, reallifere.com. reallifere.com. Uh, Misha, you know, one of the things we talked about at the beginning of the show is that, you know, a lot of times when, when things happen economically in our industry, you know, lenders adapt and sometimes things change and guidelines change. So what are you seeing as far as you know programs that may have come gone coming back what's changed right now as far as what we're offering here at Essex?
2: Well uh, so first and foremost uh, that is the trend when financial situations are abrupt and they're not anticipated uh, you know they immediately there's a little bit of recoil in the market of uh uh-oh what are we going to do next and so right off the bat we saw a a whole slew of alternative lending products or more flexible lending products kind of put on ice. And we're seeing those come back into play now, so um, you know, the bank statement loan products, uh, asset depletion products, uh, debt servicing products, uh, debt servicing meaning products that, that are for investors who are buying properties and they're wanting the market rent that they're going to be getting from the property to cover the expense on the property. Uh, we're seeing jumbo loans coming back around, which is huge for the greater Bay Area and a lot of Northern California on the whole. So it's really uh, a pretty rapid turnaround, to be totally honest. Uh, You know, after the the market crash in 08, 09, it was years that people who needed these more flexible lending options were held at bay from getting any financing before some more products came into the market. So for any of us uh, dinosaurs who've been around for a day or two, that was immediately the, uh uh-oh, how long will this last? Because that serves a, a sizable portion of our market. And so it's nice to see that that has come back around and cooler heads prevailed, I like to say, in recognizing that uh, there are people who have not been so adversely affected by this process that they can't make financial moves that they choose to. Obviously, there's a lot of people who have lost jobs and, and income, but people who have had the flexibility to be able to work from home or remotely have been able to maintain their income. And, and do still deserve the opportunity to make those those purchases, um, just as the people who are having a tougher time right now deserve the opportunity to secure forbearance. So I think that's something right. that, that Eric and I touch base on routinely. Every week we're, we're communicating with each other. What are you seeing coming back now? We're sharing tips and, and pointers so that we can make sure that we are still opening the doors to the clients that are out there looking to make moves.
1: She's actually being kind. I always ask Misha what's going on because she keeps <laughs> up on it much more than I do. But you know, again, I think it's just a matter of of doing this full time, twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. And and we all have understanding spouses and partners. And I think it's it's important that um, that that people realize that we live and breathe this and our job is to answer those questions and make this as easy as possible. And the best compliment you can give us at the end of, tra- at the end of the transaction is, Hey, that wasn't as bad as everybody told me. So, so um, I think it's, 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 it's complicated in what we do, uh, but we've been doing it for so long that we're really good at it. I actually uh, had a purchase transaction close in 14 days. That's with an appraisal uh, contract disclosures signed, recorded in 14 days. Now, that is, just tells you, especially with the amount of volume that we're doing, that we must be doing something right. Misha, how does somebody get a hold of you if they want to start that process and go through the pre-approval process?
2: You can reach me by phone at eight three one four three five zero three eight five. You can email me, Misha, M-E-S-H-A at EssexMortgage.com or Facebook
1: or LinkedIn. Hey, well, thanks, Misha. See you next week. Thank you for being part of the show. All right, folks, again, if you want to be part of the team, we'd love to talk about the last job you're ever going to have in the real estate business. Give me a call. Talk to me, 916-806-0606. That's 916-806-0606. Everybody be safe. We'll be back same time next week, same channel. Thanks for listening.